Welcome to the Dead Format, episode 144. My name is Ian McEwen, and I'm joined tonight by the Ray Liotta to my Robert De Niro, Thomas Smiley. And we're here to talk about uh, Legacy. So I'm dead now? Is that what you're trying to say? I know where the, t- the Dead Format. Didn't Ray Liotta die last week or something? Did he? Is that what happened? <laughs> Hold on. I don't know. I guess it would make sense, right? Because you're older, you're probably going to die before me, so... Probably. I got a few. I got a few days. Yeah, I guess he died five days ago. From wow. from the time we're recording this. Six days ago. So there we, there we go. It was a valid reference. That's too bad, man. I really liked him in Goodfellows. Was, that, was uh, a, that was the peak of his career, right? <laughs> I mean, it was, right? I don't like, know what was else... Was he in anything better than Goodfellows? Wasn't he, he was the in, guy in Donnie Field Brass, of Dreams, though? right? I don't know. Field. Is I mean, Field of Dreams, an '80s movie. He wasn't. He wasn't B movie. So he's got that going for him. What's that? It's B, is that, is that B movie, movie with bumblebees, like an animated. Yeah, it's like that. Jerry is that Jerry Seinfeld shitty animated movie about bees. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. So yeah, dude, our uh, our nostalgia tour is continuing. As you probably heard, we got Pat Uglow here. We're going we're going through the greatest hits. This is our greatest hits album, really. We're just making like ten episodes, and then then we're done. We got Pat. Uh, yeah, I had, I had no idea this was happening. I got the group chat, uh, the group chat, and I'm like, oh, it's Pat. That's great. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm really awkward. I'm so, oh, it's awkward. Oh no, I don't know. No, no, no. Well, I know, I know why you're here, right? Like, we, let's not bury the lead. What? Why am I here? I don't know. We all know why you're here, bro. I mean, you asked me to come on. Is, did something happen? Are we talking about the open? Is that what? The, is that why I'm here? I, I, I actually, I'm, yeah, I'm like a little so. stumped right now. <clears throat> well, so that's why. That's why I know that Ian didn't run it by me because we're here. <laughs> no, to that's not why. That I won't fucking. That I won't fucking go to because <laughs> of what happened last oh, time. No. The reason I didn't now, run it by you. Now we're like, ah, oh, the Leaving a Legacy opens coming. It's June 25th. Everybody oh, come no. play. And I'm gonna be like, yeah, Dude, fuck that. I totally. No. Oh my god, I totally <laughs> forgot about that. Tom, so did I, bro. Oh. The reason that I didn't tell you is because I screwed up the dates and I said, yeah, to well. Legacy Pit, they'd be on the first Wednesday of June, but I thought that today was May 31st. Yep. So there was an extra week in there that I hadn't accounted for. Yeah, no, so last, uh, not last weekend, because we recorded with James last weekend, but uh, the weekend before that, I went to go play a team event, and uh, it was at uh, ELD, and um, Eric was like, yeah, like, I saw the stream, and I saw you crushing it, and then, like, the only thing that I could think was that you got DQ'd for something, and they weren't talking about it. I was like, no, 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 let oh. me tell you a fucking story. Oh man! And I'm sure, I'm sure that oh, everybody, man. yeah, I'm sure everybody made their donations for to room to grow, <laughs> and that everything worked out in the end. And me getting called a misogynist and swearing off that store forever, <laughs> like none none of that matters anymore. But go, Dude, go to well, the event. It's funny because I went in there the other day, like to meet Rodney, like two weeks ago, I guess. And I was like, I wonder, because I haven't talked to Michelle since April 2020. So like, is she going to be mad at me through you? This this isn't what we should be talking about on the podcast, but... We'll we'll see. I don't know. Like, it'll be interesting. You guys let me know how it goes. (laughs) 
what do you think, Pat? Pat, what's your expert opinion Dude, on this? So I so I'm not gonna lie, like obviously because it was not like a major uh it did uh what's the best way to put it? Like it was <laughs> like obviously this was way more like uh, impactful for Tom, right? Like it, again it was very much right. like out of my hands. I I remain like, you know, there was not much like I could po- like personally do about it. It was such a shitty like the whole thing was so shitty. And uh so I totally, the, I totally ration- forgot, like completely forgot about it until, until you mentioned it. Like I completely. Oh, I forgot. mean, the, the rationale was that it was better for coverage, and Jerry, Jerry was for throwing me out, right? Like I, <laughs> I, 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 no, I mean, I remember, I remember having those conversations. And Jerry was like, "Yeah, you messed up. Uh, we made the right call." Uh, and then, and then you guys said that you were going to make a donation, and I know that never happened. And then Michelle oh, said what? She was going oh to, no! Right? Wait, I thought we did. Did really we not? What happened? I mean, like, I don't think you did. Let me look. Let me look. <laughs> I don't think Michelle oh, did. Oh no! <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm pretty Dude, sure. Dude, that... this is not. Wait, this is not. This is not my intention with the schedule of this podcast. <laughs> no, Ian. Listen, this Ian happen. did this on purpose. He's I did like, not do this on like, purpose. He's like, you know what? This would be so great for a cold. <laughs> if we just like we forget about this fucking. This moment that Tom has been enraged about for no. fucking a year, and to have him relive it right before the next one. Are you still mad about oh, it? No. When was this? When, so when was? No, it? no, no, no. I'm over it. I'm over it. Doesn't it. seem I'm that way. <laughs> it's basically Pat's the remember, media. When, was this in 2020? Tom is the 16 year old girl, and uh, this is the Epstein trial right now. <laughs> oh God. No, I honestly I don't remember exactly when it was, okay. but it was whenever your last tournament was, right? Um, yeah, I'll have to. I'm actually gonna look because I would be super embarrassed if we hadn't done that. I thought we did, but now I'm like, now because it was so long ago, now I'm second guessing myself, and I'm sure this is gonna. I'm gonna come off as a complete asshole, so that's cool. Let me hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna look. And a message chain that I have that was the last time. So the only thing happened. we use as like a <clears throat> as an account for the show is like is our is our PayPal like because of Patreon. So I'm trying to look. It was August September. of last year. It looks so like 2021. Yes. Let me look. August 2021. Maybe I did it out of my. Maybe I had to do it out of my own checking account. I'll have to look. I'll have to look. Let me go about pull my own. All right. Anyway, well, hold on. <clears throat> I mean, like yeah. it's right. Like it's over. It like it doesn't let's matter. Move on I from this. I got I got dropped from a tournament. Tom, uh, hold on. After, so you yeah, have you have I'm your personal. You can go listen to episode episode whatever. Of uh, the Dead Format podcast, it was right? probably like episode one thirty nine because we haven't done it was, yeah, like three three episodes ago. Yeah, we it's just probably came like four episodes ago. I was like, "Fuck this! What am I doing this for?" <laughs> Bro, so all right, <laughs> we've got divorced, <laughs> divorced, testosterone supplemented Tom, dude, and and I lo- I just lost a bet. Like I lost the bit on the fucking house that I was gonna buy in North Andover. Oh no, I'm sorry, bro. So. So there, uh, we were one of the three higher bids, but the buyer didn't go with any of them. Um, they took a cash buyer that was lower, so there wouldn't be any appraisal issues because they want to close on their new place in a month, and they don't want to have to deal with uh, anything that could get held up with the mortgage stuff. So these fucking these fucking Chinamen. Still, bro. still looking. 
with their their briefcases full of cash. Well, I mean, like it's it's hard to compete with somebody that can just like pay for the whole thing in cash. Even like even with pre approval, and even with like pre approval for way more than you're actually like gonna buy. It's uh it's rough. Yeah, yeah, that damn bro. I I was just reading in New Hampshire the uh, April or sorry the May report. The average house went for four point nine percent over the the offer price or whatever the sales price. Yeah. yeah. I offer I my offer was fifteen percent over, uh, or might have been a little bit more, but it like it didn't get accepted. But our our Graves our Graves outhouse um, went for twenty uh, percent over. Your so it's um, what'd you call it? But the the one that we sold, we we you accepted it, an offer for twenty twenty percent over. Graves out. It was the road that oh. I lived on. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I thought you meant like... Yeah, not where... Like, Bob, that's where the... Dying, you know, that <laughs> if you too. check under the rock the in the garden, you're going to find the road. It was the road I used to live on. <laughs> oh, this Pat, is so, Pat what's, what's going on with you, bro? Are you are you still in the same place in Millville? Or are you... Uh, yeah. Did I yeah, just I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. It's fine. I'm, no, I'm still here. Uh, yeah, we bought the house in 2011, and I, I have no plans of moving anytime soon. I mean... I'm still like balls yeah. deep in like a bunch of different projects in the house, so that never seems to end. You know oh, what I nice. mean? Yeah, it's, it's fine. Well, dude, you can do your own wiring now, right? Yeah, I do. I do pretty much everything. I do the plumbing, the wiring, but yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah, I've been super busy with side work and and just you know staying uh staying in the game and traveling all around the state. So, but it's been good, man. I've been uh been great. Love love what I do. So I'm I'm super happy with it. Nice. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome, bro. I remember telling you back in probably just about two years ago, like May 2020, that mm-hmm. you, you basically changed jobs like the perfect time. Yeah. Did you yeah. I, this conversation? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I got like, really lucky, man. I got, I got lucky. Dude. You were going to, you were like in retail before and now you're in yeah, like so the trades. Was, like so, yeah, like I did, I did retail for a while when I got out of college because it was just nothing. Like I was trying to teach, like you know, like Tom, like I went to school and got my bachelor's for, for history. Oh, I didn't know I, that. oh yeah, I got my bachelor's in history. I got like my, I passed the MTELs and all that stuff. I literally have like my, I don't know what the first license you get as a teacher is, but that's that's what I have. Um, and uh, there was I was I graduated in, in January of two thousand eight. So there was just <laughs> there was like no. Especially for history teachers, yeah. it was like crazy competitive. So, I remember I applied. I it's, oh, it was terrible. I applied for one job in Auburn, and I remember because my uh, I had an in at the school, and my application was one of like a hundred and something that had been a, a, like for this single like full time position. So there's like there's like you know almost impossible to stand out. So um, anyway, I just got into like working like retail jobs for a while, and I did that for a long time, and I just fucking fucking hated it, dude, so much. Like I hated it, and uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, man, I switched. I, I talked to a couple of kids who were, well, they were, they were grown men, but they were, they had to finish up their apprenticeship in the union in the local in Worcester. And they were telling me about it. This is a few years back at like my friend's Christmas party. And I was like, dude, that sounds awesome. And yeah, I applied for it and got in and I actually got, um, it's funny because I got my acceptance letter. It got delivered at one of the opens, like I was, I was, I was working at the open, and um, we were out to eat at uh, what's that little place down the street from from uh, Etsy? Rapscallions. Yeah, we were at Rapscallions. My wife called me. She's like, "Hey, you got a letter from the local. Do you want me to open it?" 
And I was like, yeah, definitely. And it, it was telling me that I that I got accepted and I was got, I was in. So, um, yeah. And then I just went to school and I've been been in school now. And I mean, we missed last year because of COVID, but we were we were in school this year. So I got another couple of years up to school, another couple of years, another like year and a half of, of work, and then I'll be I'll have my my actual license and turning out as a as a journeyman. But yeah, man, I like I like the trade a lot, man. It's fucking it's good work. I like I like the I like the work. It's a lot. There's a lot to learn. You're, you're in a much better spot than teachers are right now. And b- believe me, uh, you could you could get a history job anywhere now because teachers are just fucking leaving left yeah. and right. It's crazy. Oh damn! Really? Yep. I I don't find that hard to believe because I do have friends who are <clears throat> who are teachers, obviously, like guys I went to school with, and um, yeah, like, like more than more than a few of them have like uh, quit teaching like in the last like year or so because they're just they're tired of the they're tired of it it's it's such a it's such a hard job man it really is and like i don't think teachers get enough credit for what they what they have to do man i really don't yeah we're fighting for a new contract we didn't have a contract this year and like public obviously like there's more job stability in the public Mm -hmm. sector but like the salaries aren't keeping up and there's just so much extra stuff post COVID that uh, you have to deal with as BS right mm-hmm. now that like we can't find enough people to fill the positions. Jeez. At least my school, it's that's it's crazy. crazy. What do you mean post COVID? Like, uh, like uh, you have to so wear COVID, masks and shit? Or? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Not like the masks and stuff, but just like teaching during COVID was a nightmare for everybody. Right. right. The kids are coming back. Where like I don't want to say that they like it was like they weren't in school. They weren't physically in the building, and it's like the normal progression of what they would um, know and how their sort of like behavior change like hasn't happened. So this is our first full year back post COVID. And it's like, everybody's a freshman, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like behavior yeah. issues. Uh, there's a whole bunch of like new mandates from the state about discipline and how things should be handled. Where like the old sort of structure we had is just sort of like burned to the ground. Jeez. Oh man. You know what I mean? So it's, uh, yeah, it's 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 a losing battle right now. They're like two years behind in in like yeah, school like uh, and two, two years ahead, year and a half, two years behind. Yeah, damn. <laughs> I don't I don't know about I don't know about that, but yeah, it's uh it's been rough. But almost uh, the end of the school year, and I'm teaching over the summer, uh, so I'll have some extra money to offer more than fifty over and see whether or not I can find a place to live. <laughs> What are you um? <clears throat> what are you te- are you doing like uh like tutoring and stuff? Okay, so I did a little bit of college tutoring during mm-hmm. COVID, which was awesome. Um, and uh, I'm teaching an SAT prep program over the summer. So our school is a Title One school, and we have like uh, some extra money for programs for the kids. And part of that is um is like a four week program in the summer where they do SAT math and English prep, and they do college mm-hmm. trips. So I'm going to be teaching three days a week and doing um, two different college trips with the kids every week. Um, so that that should be awesome. We just like get on a bus and go and go to um, go to tour colleges in the area. Nice, that's awesome. Oh, that's yeah. pretty sick. Very nice. It'll it'll keep me busy. Dang, bro, that's crazy that there's you can get like a history because I remember talking to you about this like two years ago, Tom, and you were like, "Yeah, you could get a math teacher job pretty easily, but like you know, English and history, there's still a backlog." Not that's not even true anymore. 
Yeah, dude, we're we're hiring uncertified people who have just graduated college with degrees in other fields wow. to teach English and history. Jeez. Like we we wow. we have we have we have people uh, who are filling in in math and science who have no background in math and <laughs> science because we just need bodies. And my school is trying to hire fifteen new teachers for next year, and like. We have so many people that are on, like, emergency waivers because they have no teaching experience. Uh, they have a college degree, but it's not in the subject they're teaching or in teaching because we just need to, like, fill spaces. Mm -hmm. And they're, like, friends of a friend's kid. You know what I mean? Um, and some of them last two weeks. Some of them last the year. But it's, uh, it's, it's rough, at least for urban districts right now. Bro, that makes me want to teach, honestly, hearing that. I feel like I'd go in, I'd be like, you know, it's like the movie, right? You're like the, the troubled. <laughs> Even like after you heard that, guy. I was like, oh, yeah, a bunch of people have quit the profession. Drug it's so fucking, it's I, so hard. You want to you yeah. move, you wanna move like, into the field because of all the teachers I'm, packing? I'm like the hardened. Like, these kids are in trouble, but I'm in trouble, too. And I, I am trouble, too. So, like, it's like uh, <laughs> one of those stories, you know what I mean? It's like I got fellas. you. Yeah. yeah, well, let's uh, let's write a screenplay after we're done with our podcast tour, so we can we can stop recording this and we, we'll we'll write some bad movies. <laughs> How do I reach these children? <laughs> <sighs> yeah, bro. So yeah, well, this is a good start for the gross episode, right? One hundred and forty-four. It's pretty <laughs> uh, pretty gross intro. <laughs> Next on the topics, I. I had the pre-modern event at the LAL. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. This is you just gotta scrap this one, man. You can't let this one go out, dude. We no, dude, we, we no. Ab, we don't even this is like anymore. this is the best content we've done in a long time. <laughs> you, we can just keep on bringing up topics that are like that are gonna make me angry and have me go <laughs> go off. Like let's let's do it. We we've like we've gone to like this lo-fi vibe, bro. <laughs> like we don't have a backup recording. <laughs> if the audio is not right, we're we're a lo-fi lifestyle cast. Fuck it, do it live. I respect that. Yeah, dude, dude, we might as well do it live. Honestly, Tom, that's a, that's actually a good idea. We should you just want to get shit. like a Twitch and a YouTube and yeah and, and all that. Yeah, we should just do it live at this point. <laughs> I, so I can't I can't do the webcam thing because the the bedroom that I'm staying in at my parents' house still has the um, glow in the dark stickers on the ceiling that you can see yes. in the webcam from um, from when my my doctor sister and lawyer younger brother were kids. So that's uh, is there like a lava lamp and shit? No, there's or no, lava, they're younger there's than you. They're younger yeah, than yeah, you. That's yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Forgot about that. So Pat, do you still play Magic? No. 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 I'm honestly like I've I've done so little um pretty much <clears throat> since like COVID, man. Like it just it right. killed like my fucking it killed like the vibe at this like what like how I don't know. I was actually kind of talking with this uh to Jerry about this the other day. Like I have other hobbies that I picked up because uh because COVID killed like killed Magic for me. And now, like, well, you're playing some some game, right? Like Valorant. Yeah. Well, I, like so I pl I started playing Wars. So uh, last summer, my I was working uh, on the solar field with a couple of guys, and uh, one of the kids I met there, Christian, he was like a little younger than me, but kind of like in the same spot I was. Super smart kid. I was like, oh, you got to play Warzone with us. I'm like, dude, I haven't played Call of Duty in in literally like ten years. Like, 
I stopped playing it before I had kids. Yeah. And he was like, no, you got to play, you got to play. And then I found out that my younger brother plays also, which I had no idea. And so we just started playing, like, fucking all the time. And uh, now, I, now I play that a couple nights wow. a week. So that, like, honestly, like, if I wanted to play more Magic, I'd have to, like, carve out time, uh, you know, from war. Which is, like, not a big deal because, honestly, like, I think overall, yeah. like, Magic's a more fun game. Because uh, you get to actually get out of the house and like and all that stuff, but, um, but yeah, so it, it, it's weird because I feel like so, like I obviously we do the podcast every week and I tr- do my best to like keep up with what's going on, but like just personally I feel so disconnected from, from like the local community and just from Magic in general that it's like you know, it's a struggle sometimes, man. I'm not gonna lie, like I really and like. You know, I'm not going to, like, lie. Like, some of the big events that are going on that are like, oh, you have to be masked and vaccinated. I'm like, well, I'm not going to that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I hate to say it, but, like, yeah, if I can go literally everywhere outside of a doctor's office without a mask on, I'm definitely not going to wear a mask to a magic event. I'm just not going to do it. So uh, that's kind of, like, where I'm drawing my line yeah. for that. Like, you know, and as someone who's, like, got vaxxed early and, like, I, I was like I actually got registered earlier than like I should have because I was I was helping out coaching at the time, and like I think teachers were like on like one of the earlier waves on on the prior yeah. list. So yeah, like yeah. because I was helping coach at a high school, I'm like hey like I'm working with kids like let me get vaccinated. So I got vaccinated like super early. So it's not like I'm like an anti-vax guy by any stretch, but so leaving a legacy event no masks. That's required. my understanding. Um, we, yeah, we, we nice. yeah that was the. Uh, when I talked to Michelle, about, I mean, this was like probably a month ago that we had talked about it, but um, that is my understanding. And like I said, I'm, I'm really not like, I'm not, I just don't want to do it, man. I'm so tired of the fucking, of the show of it, man. I'm yeah. so tired of it. I'm so tired of the like, theater. I'm so tired of like, uh, just people who should have no, like really shouldn't, uh, man, this is such a like, dangerous line to walk, but like. People should, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> don't worry, you're on the dead floor. should be making that call or making that call. And it's it's like yeah. they and because like they feel like they have to make the call, they're always going to go with like, what's the most bubble wrappy thing we can do to like avoid possible yeah. litigation in the future? And it just drives me fucking. I'm just done with it, man. I'm done with it. So, well, if there's anything we learned from James, is that this stuff doesn't uh, doesn't breed much controversy. Dude, so, in the community, well, you so should, we should be. Fine. So you saw? Did, did I send you that thread from Reddit? Like. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I was just looking at yeah, that before. Yeah, it we was, uh, like, so Pete, what is it, Pete Hoffling was talking about, <laughs> I think it was, yeah. I don't even think, I don't even know if Cedric actually came up in the, in the, like, the episode, because I didn't listen to it, but, uh, Cedric was getting ripped apart in the sub, in the, in the Magic subreddit, like, pretty, <laughs> pretty badly, and he actually came in and was trying to defend himself, and it didn't seem to be going well, but. Yeah. Um. He got locked, he got yeah. locked, whatever he was saying. Yeah, that's, uh, that's not a good sign. But well, I think that's the magic subreddit for you in general. Like, it's not like a, it's not like a super. Uh, well, t- yeah. Th- they they avoid. Dude, it's so weird. I went in there because you sent me the yep. link, and I was like looking at the spoilers, mm-hmm. dude, that, that are up there right now. Like the other, the other top stories yeah, or yeah. whatever. And it was like a card that had like background, the subtype background. Yeah. It's on like it. a commander thing, right? And, a. Another card that had uh, per- perpetuity, like in perpetuity, yep. was like used on yes. the card, and I was like, "What the fuck is even going on anymore? Like, are these there, secret layers?" Yeah. There was a new white creature that got spoiled that got to like Knight of the White Orchid. Anytime your opponent fetched, you could do it once a turn. Did you see that? No. 
Oh, it has flash. A two. Yeah, it's a like it's a, a containment. Yep, it's priest. a two two with for one and a white with flash. Uh, and any time your opponent has a land enter the enter the battlefield that wasn't played from their hand, you get to search for a planes. Uh, I think it's capped at once per turn, but like, uh, that's that's definitely. I thought it was I just you drew you drew a card. No, I thought it was search your deck for a planes and put it into play. I could be wrong. I thought it. I thought it. Uh, Knight of the White Orca did or tithed or whatever it did. Oh, um, maybe that's what it did. I thought it just said draw a card. But either way, I mean that's a uh, that's a good card, right? But that's like a pretty straightforward. That's just like a new card, right? Right. It didn't have any like special special text yeah. on it. But I the, the, b- before before we get into it too much, I actually played Magic a week and a half ago. Oh right, right, right. I I had uh, Tony Ruby Storm guy Tony yeah. Delpre. Yeah. Uh, asked me to play on his team at the ELD Legacy um, team event. So I got to go play Wastelandless uh, Jeskai Delver and did pretty well. I lost one match. Team wow. didn't make the top four, but uh, it was like it was super fun to play. So yeah, who uh, shit I, the bed? Uh, well, I mean, like, we, no names. Um, but um, <laughs> uh, somebody who was a, a very good player was playing uh, Lands for the first time. Um, okay. and, uh, it, it didn't go well for his seat. Um, I, like, the, I was on the left side, um, Tony was in the middle, uh, and I had pretty solid matchups. I had to play a Hogak deck as Delver without Wasteland, and that was kind of rough, and that was a match I lost. Um, yeah. but, uh, but, yeah, it was, the lands, lands matchups were rough. Gotcha. Damn. Well, I guess that. How how many uh, okay. players? Okay, I felt like I had to talk about magic. Now we can talk about things, of, <laughs> other things for the rest of the episode. How many I players? Got, were okay. there? Uh, there were nine teams. I think it was twenty. Yeah, twenty-seven players. Did he, was gotcha. it sold out, or nice. was that? Uh, no, I I don't I don't know what the oh, cap okay. was, but since there was a since there was a buy, maybe uh maybe it was cap. I, I don't know what hmm. the cap was. So yeah, it didn't cap. Um. But it was still a good time. Like, got got down there to your sort of neck yeah. of the woods. I don't know how close you are like to there. Like 15, but, um, 20 minutes. It's like much, it's it's the closest, uh, oh, actually, TJ's might be closer to me. Um, but they're like, they're almost equidistant, like at this point. TJ's and, uh, and Etsy, or in uh, ALD, rather. Yeah. Didn't you used yeah, to go was, play uh, in Connecticut, Pat? Uh, no. No, no I don't think I've ever played in Connecticut, actually. Oh, okay. I know. Um, You're sort of close, though, right? What's that? You're close to those stores, though. Too. When you said equidistant, it just triggered my fucking Google Map brain. <laughs> yeah, like, like so. I, I in, the... like Millville is like two towns over from Milford, and like two towns right. over from Bellingham. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're not. That neither store is, is super far from me. Although, like, gotcha. does TJ still does TJ's do like regular Legacy, or is it just like when they do? Their team events and stuff. I actually haven't been to TJ since they moved. So, I think. Oh, the new. Oh man. Okay, the new place is really beautiful. Because um, because yeah, the old oh, store, you, listen, the old just, store was like where I first started. Where the old store was the first like yeah. game store I started playing Magic at, like like at organized Magic when I first came yep. back. I okay. The new the TJ's is the nicest game store. <laughs> the listen, the basement in the old store wasn't. <laughs> wasn't the optimal play area i i love that terrifying. store because yeah listen listen we're not gonna dump on that but i kind of like new it. store is beautiful it's the best it's literally the best game store that i've ever stepped really? foot in 
They have a full okay. The the space is set up beautifully. They have more actual play space than any of the other stores in the area. It looks really nice. Uh, they have a full kitchen with ice cream and like actual food that you can get that isn't mm-hmm. awful. Um, and it's in a hu- like a huge, huge space that they have room to expand out to. It's like uh, it's if you haven't been there, at least go there once and then just walk around and see. Is what it, it still looks under like. the name TJ Collectibles? Yes, I think it might be TJ Cafe in games because they added in like the restaurant side of it okay. or the uh, like cafe yeah. side of it. Um, but I think the only legacy that they they have organized are the team events that they're running once a month, which yep. is awesome. Um, but I had the Sunday off that I had sort of made sure I could play that day, and because of the ELD tournament, TJ swapped their legacy team event to be Memorial Day weekend, which I couldn't make mm-hmm. on Sunday. So I missed I missed this month's, but I'm going to be there for uh, June and oh, July. Oh, cool! So they do, but it, yeah, it, yeah, they they run it once a month. But listen, like, you just go. Look now I'm at looking the store at some pictures right beautiful. now on Google. That it's it's like it looks really nice. It is not the old TJ's basement. That's cool. Yeah, well, I mean, I kind of liked playing in the TJ's basement because it just felt like if it, it because it feels shameful to play Magic in like public. It feels like the right space to do it. You know. <laughs> So uh, it felt good to be like in a dirty no basement with no, with no air conditioning. Like you're just sweating and like it just feels like, yeah, I deserve this, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel you on that, actually. That's a good point. No, the spot looks dope, though. Oh, it, it actually has like a parking lot. That's pretty nice. That's an improvement. Yeah, it's in it's in a strip mall there next yeah. to like a tractor supply oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, a, and a gym. Yeah. It's awesome. It's a, it's a ton of space. That's awesome. Do, what Like, what's the staff there like? Because, I mean... I'm sure their their staff is different now than when I used to play there, but so I I know most of their staff um, because I like they're all the same people that used to used to work the TJ's Grand yep. Prix, and I would get to I would get to go to those events when um, uh, when Alyssa was doing magic stuff, uh, and uh, like their staff is awesome. Tom and Judy are there almost all mm-hmm. the time. Um, I know a few of the people that I used to play at TJ's with picked up part time jobs there, um, and they're like it's it's the same crew. In just a much nicer nice. place. That's awesome. Are they are they where the yeah. pizza bar used to be? Uh, so I don't know what they took the space okay. over from because I'm not like like I don't know yeah, that, that area. The only the only things that I knew there were gotcha, TJ. Gotcha. So okay. I don't know. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll have to check that out for sure. Yeah, that's pretty nice, bro. I, I gotta check that out yeah, as well. TJ's was the first was like the first place that I came back to when I started playing Magic. Like I looked up where to play draft because I went on the Magic like sub like the yeah the subreddit or whatever. I'm like, oh, people play draft. Where can I do that? And TJ's was the first place, the closest place that came up. And this was like right when, like right after Luke had been born, so 2014 or maybe right before Luke was born rather. So yeah, 2014 when I started playing Magic again. And um, yeah, I. I was that like Scar? Scar's no, block? no, no. This was I'm trying, I'm this trying to was, think. Um, Born of the Theros. Gods, yeah. Born of the Gods had just gotten released. Oh shit! Yeah. So, okay. Um, but yeah, no. I, I credit TJ's and like the crowd there. I met some really really awesome people there for like getting me back into Magic, and then like because I had such a positive experience there, staying involved in it. You know what I mean? Like it, like you know for all the infighting that any like local game store has, like I thought that they would do a really bang up job of having a good like a good group of people there you know what i mean that's awesome it's great good store big fan of it 
Yeah, that's cool. I I guess maybe I took like an adversarial attitude into TJ's. That doesn't sound I was, like you like, at all. Etsy, you know. <laughs> I just remember going in there to like uh, prep for a Grand Prix or something. I was trying to like get as many reps mm-hmm. as I could that week, and uh, just basically just like low key fighting with everybody I played against <laughs> and hating the place yeah. and. But, I, I can't you know. I can't see you doing that, Ian. You have such like a positive, <laughs> outgoing, friendly attitude. You definitely don't take like controversial opinions. I mean, the, <laughs> like if we're, if we're doing word association, right? And, and Tom, I'm like, all right, we're gonna do free word association. Name the first word that comes to your mind when I say Ian. What's the first word that comes to your mind? Uh, I don't is it say bubbly? It. Like Greatest. bubbly, effervescent? No, it is the op- is the opposite <laughs> of bubbly. Really? <laughs> wow. Damn. I mean, I'm going to be dreaming about that tonight. No, it's like, okay, so I can't describe... I, it, I can't pinpoint one word that would describe it. Is it um, like contrarian? Is that what you're looking for? Well, okay, definitely contrarian. But like, uh, contrarian to the point that you don't... <laughs> care too much about the opinion that you're arguing just that you're right and smarter than the other person you're talking to you know like so it's not that you just take the contrarian view but you like you need to show in your contrarian view that the other person is completely wrong and there yeah like a little a little of both of those mixed together and it's awesome but bubbly bubbly would not be would not be the thing I'm like I'm guiding this into an acceptable place for me, rather than just letting you rip on it. I'm, I'm bringing it in for a safe landing. I'm just a uh, narcissistic contrarian. I wouldn't call. I don't know if I call Dude, you a so narcissist though. I don't think that quite fits. Definitely contrarian. Definitely I, contrarian. I think I'm I'm pretty narcissistic. Okay. I I mean I've, I've definitely jerked off to my own image. So. <laughs> Uh, Alright So what about this pre? Be honest Pat Is this pre-modern event Gonna fire So We had like um, Jared from like New England Well you had mentioned That there was people Like in the New England Old school community That were really interested In pre-modern And um, uh, Michelle was like Yeah it's a great format Like if people want to do it You know we'll do it But like we've tried to do Side events And not not a single one Has ever fired So um, I think if people I think if people Want to come to the event Just for that then it will probably fire, but like I don't know what it is, man. Like I, I, maybe people just don't like hanging around. But whenever we try to do like a you know like a a side event there, it just doesn't just doesn't work. So I hope it does. Do you do I you mean, have an extra pre modern deck, Ian? I only have one, but if I were to go to this event, I would have an extra. Yes, definitely, because I have I have my old Suicide Black deck from when I stopped playing Magic. But I wouldn't play that in this event, so somebody else could borrow that. Gotcha. I would. I was about to. I was about to say I would consider going if you had an extra pre-modern deck, and then I was waiting for one of you all to say like, "Really?" and I'd be like, "Fuck no." <laughs> I wasn't but, falling for that bait, Tom. But, I wasn't. Yeah. Actually, I got. Okay, <laughs> can, I, can I tell so you something honestly though? Teacher. It makes me really sad that like that that it was such a shitty outcome. Like, true, truly, like I, oh, yeah. I, I yeah. like. Very much dislike the fact that, like, because I like you so much as a person, 
that it it like super bums me out that that it worked out the way it did. And like you can take you yeah, can, like mean, you like can it, take that like, you know, me what like however you want like, you know, but truly truly like it sucks. Like 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 a lot. I I abs- I absolutely believe you. Um but I was I was going to I got one of my students with this. We're going with uh trying to pat not falling for it. It's the end of the year and report cards are coming out. Uh and usually you get a kid who's like, "Listen, uh I know my grade isn't great." And, like, we're coming up on the end of the term, but is there anything (laughs) that I can do to, like, raise my grade? And usually you say something like, yeah, you could have, like, went back in time and done all your work. But I saw a TikTok. I saw a TikTok that was reposted on Facebook, like, a month later of uh, of a teacher video videotaping himself doing this. So, uh, Pat, I want you to pretend you're a student. And ask me if there's any anything that you can do to get your grade up before the end of the quarter. Uh, Um... All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna just do it like if I was a, if I was a student, uh, Mr. Smiley. Uh, I know that my grade is probably on like you know, on the cusp of being not acceptable to my parents, who will severely beat me if they see that I have a B minus on my report card. So, is there anything I can do to you know uh, boost my grade in your class? Yeah, Pat Patrick. There's there's super easy thing uh, that you can do to bo- boost your grade up. Just really quickly for me. Can can you spell the word way? Way. Uh, can you use it in a sentence? Yes. Uh, lead the okay, way. Um, W-A-Y? I, I'm sorry, Pat. You forgot the F. F? In w- yes, you, you forgot There's the no F. There's no F in way. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, thought, I thought it was about way <laughs> Ian's Ian's going too many levels so, deep. Tick tick tick. <laughs> I did I did that today, and you could see the light bulb. Like the light bulbs hit in the kids' eyes at like different oh, moments. Oh, that's so good. And like it it, it it hit it hit course like like relative to their grade. So there was a correlation <laughs> between how quickly they went, how quickly they went. Oh, to like, and then there were a few people that were like thirty seconds later, and they like started laughing oh, thirty so seconds good. later because they got it. Um, Anyway, I want to. I hope I made some. That's pretty. That's, that, I like. That. I'm just glad that didn't get that didn't get X-rated. I was about to censor that. <laughs> <laughs> it started out a little dark, but Wayfair. Yeah, Pat. There. Pat threw in. Pat threw in like the having to file a 51A. I'm like, shit. I don't have time to do this paperwork <laughs> right now. I don't get paid enough. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, let me ask. Let me ask you yeah, something, bro, Tom. But, for, for, so I have friends who like are public school teachers and ex- feel like extremely burnt out. Like, you seem like you still enjoy your job quite a bit. So, like, what's your, what do you do that keeps you engaged and like enjoying your job so much? Or I mean, you appear you appear. I to. realize that if I if I don't do that, then I don't have any money and I can't support myself or my kid. So I trick myself into believing that i love my job because i need i need my job <laughs> but so, but but <laughs> is that truthfully like is that truthfully your 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 feeling on it no no no, no. so like i still i still mm-hmm. like my job uh it's not like it was before covid uh, i'm like i at one point was like pretty burnt out toward like the beginning middle mm-hmm. of this year um but i i enjoy what i do i wish that the pay was better and hopefully this new contract fixes that but there, there are a lot of other people that have taken what's happened in the last three or four years way harder mm. than I have, 
and uh, for like all of the things that I've had happen to me in the last like recent little bit, the the teaching side of it is like the least yeah. of my worries. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, it's interesting. Like I feel like my COVID experience has been like different than a lot of people's because I hear people talk about like oh how hard lockdown was and you know. I, like it, it changed their lives forever and blah 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 and like I never felt like that way at all like I felt like my yeah well I mean I I thought that but then like my relationship didn't make it through and I had no idea that was coming so like uh, yeah I mean like it it definitely it definitely hit harder than I than I thought it yeah. actually did yeah yeah no it does but you had like a a change in career that had a huge spike in demand during COVID you know what I mean like yeah things the timing for how things happened with you worked yeah, out yeah sort of good. but like it's kind of weird because, well i had a, like classmates who went on furlough because they were working indoors i just happened to be on a solar project so i was outside so like for us like the covid protocols were super easy like but people who were working indoors especially like hospitals or just big projects in like boston say like they'd got furloughed for a couple months and it probably was harder for them but like i i got i guess there was a confluence of being like like being in the right place at the right time and just being very fortunate. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, because mm-hmm. I went right from solar yeah. work and then I had a two day layoff in August and went to working at uh, Amazon warehouses for like six months and then had like a, a shore layoff after that and went back to going to uh, a solar field and then had another. Like, I've just, I've been really lucky. Like, I've been rolling one job into the next and I've, it's just been super fortunate. And it's, you know, partly like is like the way that I work and partly is like just the work has been there. You know what I mean? So. Um, yep. And I think it's okay to like, to, to know that like you, you had, a, like, you know that you had a good time and like that things worked out fortunate. Like it was very fortunate for you, but to know like in general, it, that wasn't sort of like the way that it yeah, went to- for everybody. Yeah, totally. You know like I mean? both my, yeah. so my brother and his wife both work from home still. And like, they seem to like it because, you know, they have three young kids and it saved them a bunch in daycare costs and yada, yada. But like you know, they like they used to go into the office every single day, and they they just don't leave the house anymore, and like and they they mm-hmm. also and I think probably what compounded that is they took COVID way more seriously than than basically anyone else I knew. Like, you know, they had like a new baby, and like they weren't letting anyone see the baby for a long time, or like you could look at him through a window, and and like and it was it was just like they were, and again like it kind of coincided with like right when COVID hit, so you had really no clue as to how severe it was for kids, and, um... Yeah, I mean, if I, if I had a baby like, during that first, like, March, yeah. April, when, when was everything scary, was happening, man. when nobody really knew what yeah. was going on, it, it was yeah, it was scary, scary as hell, I'd do the same thing. So, um... Ian, Ian would have his baby out, out yeah, unmasked kiss my baby. in the grocery kiss store. baby. Letting, well, letting my people ba- cough on baby, it to build so. immunity. It would be immune, obviously. But. <laughs> but but yeah, so I yeah I I totally agree with you. Like I think that because because it's, it's just I feel like there's such a disconnect for me to other people where they're like oh COVID has just been has wreaked such havoc on like my like m- like mentally and like I'm so far away f- like so far out of that being part of my experience that I'm like oh that's I don't really consider that very often but. Um, yeah, it definitely was harder for some people. I think some people made it harder to, on themselves than they probably than it had to be, also, because that's just some people's reactions are to are to you know turn inward, you know what I mean, so to speak. So that they, that yeah. and again, that's not that's not a calling anyone out for. That's just the way some people are, and it, it is what it is. But um, 
Yeah, it was. It's been a weird time, man. Like I, I just really wanted like things to get back to like normal and people to stop worrying about it so much because it just seems like such a. I mean, they yeah, kind I think of COVID, are, right? As soon as soon as people stop worrying about COVID, we're going to start to worry about inflation, and uh, and things are probably going to be. So worse. I've heard so many economists say that like the problem with inflation is that like, well, not the I shouldn't say the problem, but like one of the the worst parts about inflation is that it's like a self fulfilling prophecy. So that like people who believe thing like the the anticipation of inflation makes prices totally. be raised because people are like it, it, uh, expecting their supply chain down the road to have an increased cost, so they're increasing yes. current prices, which is re refueling that yes. speculation. Yeah, yeah, which yep. is like which sucks. I mean, that's definitely that's definitely real. Yeah, it sucks. That sucks. You know, but it's not like. Just fundamentally, like, the inflationary pressures should have existed sooner. Like, I think that, if anything, we're on the opposite side of that curve where uh, things haven't inflated as much as they probably should have because we were we were sort of able to keep a lid on, on that sort of uh, that reaction or that, that uh, what, mm-hmm. spiral? I don't know what you call it, but that, that sort of uh, mm-hmm. feedback mechanism. So yeah, dude, it's, it's so hard. Like looking, we're you know obviously we're trying to buy a house right now, mm-hmm. and just like trying to figure out what the fuck we're supposed to do, you know? Like, it's you... gross. Cause like, oh no no no, go ahead, you go. go ahead. Well, I was about to say like you one. I I don't think anybody expects the interest rate to like get cut. I, I think it's probably gonna get bumped no, it's a gonna few get more times raised, this like, year, right? Yeah. Like like a bunch. So you want to do something now. And even with the interest rate getting uh, getting increased, people are still predicting home prices to go up ten, like eight to ten percent next year, and that's like a pretty consistent thing across the board. So like, there there's this real fear of one having any money that you save for a down payment, just like like lose eight yeah. percent a year due to inflation, and then be like priced out of a new place. So like, I I think there were eleven offers on the place that I tried to buy. And uh, huge, huge offers over, and it's like that everywhere. Every single house that's on sale, it's crazy. Yeah, what I'm worried about is like this duck, duck, goose effect, where like there's the the new inventory. Supposedly, like a healthy housing market has over two two months of uh, inventory in the pipeline. Yeah, and New Hampshire has less than one month of inventory in the pipeline. So basically, yeah, Essex, yeah. Essex County is like three weeks. Yeah, so what does exactly. that what does that mean that there's only like and three weeks of worth of new homes to satisfy demand? It means, it means, it the means number, that in yeah. general the houses turn over. Okay, in three okay. Weeks. Than, yeah, yeah, huh? So, so like buy, buyers' markets are six months. Uh, so in three weeks there would be no more houses for sale if no new ones wow. came on. And. That's basically like we're looking at houses on Lake Winnipesaukee now, like lake houses, like oh, vacation. Oh homes. shit! Because there's just no houses to buy. Like, and it it kind of feels like, you know, everybody's really uncertain. Even sellers are like, "What the fuck is going on right now?" Yeah. You know, like I I didn't want to sell my house. I I right one hundred percent. Even though I knew how much it sold for, I would one hundred percent still rather right. be there. So like, is it is it even a seller's market if if the demands if the you know the sell side isn't picking up like it should? So it kind of feels like duck duck goose where it's like okay everybody's in their spot and you're the last person running around. That's kind of how I feel right now. You know that 
is exactly what it is. Because yeah. if you if you are in a house now, then you probably have a mortgage that got locked in under three percent. Maybe you didn't refinance and you're at four. But yeah. that's the best interest rate you're gonna get in a very, very long time. You Ten you years bought at least. Yeah, I mean you bought when when the market wasn't like what it is right now. But there's there's not a lot of new constructions going on, right? Like the right. the Condos. there's so many more people that are gonna drive the demand and there just like isn't the market. Like there's there's nothing on the market to satisfy that. So the cost of materials is everybody's is saying like, right now. Like just for, from someone who works like in that industry. Dude, yes. Like the cost of the cost of building right now is and I wish I knew I wish I could tell you more about it because I'm not like on the purchasing side of things, but I can just tell you anecdotally that like you know, the cost of like say a piece like and this is such a small like segment of what it costs to build things, but like say like a piece of like four inch rigid like has like increased like fourfold in cost in the last like year or year and a half. We we were looking at Isn't that what you call our... your dick? <laughs> four inch rigid? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. On a on a what, good what is what is what is that? I don't I don't actually no, it's know just, what it's that just is. a di- diameter of, of pipe that you use to run like a high voltage wire usually. Yeah. Gotcha. We were, we were, our eye was looking to refinish our walk-up attic into mm-hmm. like an office because we had an unfinished walk-up with a bunch of a bunch of space, and was looking at the cost of subflooring when I like priced yep. the project compared to during COVID. So when, you're talking like, about just like plywood, basically. Uh, yeah. 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 Stuff yeah, so, like it's it was like four or five yes. times the price yes. it was before. So like then then you're like looking at that because a lot of things got disturbed because of COVID like a lot of supply chains got disturbed because of COVID, and then you have like inflation on top of that and you're looking at like the cost of being able to create housing for people when there's a demand for it and it's it's impossible to get but like at the same time don't we have like a like a fairly like shrinking like population like it's slightly downward like slightly declining population in the U.S. so it, it's wild to me in that housing. Huh? In 2020, though. Yeah, so, like, it is sort of wild to me that housing is such a super high demand when, like, like mathematically, don't you think that, like, we haven't had a massive decrease in available housing, so why is, like, why is the demand for housing so high and the supply so low? Do you know what I'm saying? Well, it's not, it's not decreasing anymore. I mean, like, there's, you know, like, 210,000 people or whatever coming in every month. To the country mm-hmm. again. Yeah, the, so like the overall the, population isn't shrinking significantly, and it was shrinking. You have a whole generation while the of people who closed. just like who just finished paying off their college mm-hmm. debt that yes. are now in a position to buy houses and that are entering the market too. So it's like the whole population change compared to the housing market is lagged like thirty. I don't know, thirty years, right? Because new new births and deaths doesn't like those people wouldn't be prime um, homeowners for another 30 years. So I don't think that would significantly affect the market today, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. I'm, I'm just looking at, like, the last, like, 50 years of, like, population change, population growth rate. And it's always positive. It doesn't look like we've ever been negative. But, like, in 2020, it was 0.4%. And that's the lowest it's been in... in in a long time, but that's still a growing population. Well, I mean, right. we had we had like a, 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 yeah. a very large number of eld like of uh, older like of older people die from COVID, right. right? So like we right. had we had a million people die, and like our population still was up point four percent. So does that so is that, like, that like is that like a lot though? 
a million like a million deaths in in two years. Uh, so what what population of the U.S. is what three hundred and thirty thousand people? Three hundred thirty. Yeah, three hundred twenty nine point five million in two, in twenty twenty. All right, so it's more one, like three hundred. It's like a third, million, like a third of a percent. I mean, a third of a percent of a population is like a significant. Amount. But I mean, like, wouldn't those? So I, I'm not. Listen, I'm not a mathematician. You're like, wouldn't man. those people have died I'm not anyway? A math- no, no. no so what, what I'm just saying, like, like, people people die of all kinds of causes, right? So like, I don't know. Like, what are those? What are those people? Yeah. Have what what likely died from other are things? The excess you know deaths. Know I mean? Right. So right. there, there's a model that. Uh, I can't remember what the actual number was, but they the factored Z-score in. You're about. Uh, no, not not the Z score, but they like they did uh, an analysis of the COVID deaths versus the expected number okay. of deaths n- given yep. not COVID, and what the increase in the expected deaths from that age group would have been uh, without COVID, and then they compared it to that million gotcha. COVID number. Um, and it was it was still it was still wow. significant. Okay, that's interesting. Um, I can find that article. No, I, I, I'll too, take I I take your word for saying. it. Um, that is that is interesting. Because I, I, I'm just curious. You know, you hear all these things that like, and it, it, it makes sense. That, like, oh, people who have died from COVID nineteen, like, they were also eighty something. They probably would have died from like whatever. You know what I mean? But that does that yeah. makes that that does yeah. seem like like data driven, like reasonable. Um, yeah. So uh, okay, it's it, the the study was excess mortality during the coronavirus mm-hmm. pandemic and the looking at actual death numbers compared to before corona and after there was an extra half a million so basically of that million number you uh, 470,000 were considered uh in excess of what oh, okay. would be expected hmm. yep yeah so in in 2020 the, the excess mortality in the u.s was like 400,000 and then 2021 was like 500,000 so that's more than what, what that's like all age groups gotcha okay so like in in total since you know in the past two years the excess mortality has been like about yeah. a million people yeah it's been wild man yeah but you know it, it's in in terms of like the demand for housing it's like it doesn't seem to be affecting it the way that you you said like you know there are people dying there were months where the uh immigration was cut off and it didn't really make a dent honestly and especially where we're looking because we're not like you know looking in new york city or in boston proper yeah like single it's oh, been like an outflowing. That's all. Yeah, I'm the single like all the new constructions are condos anyway. You know what I mean? Like right, single yeah. family homes in in this area of Massachusetts are just like they are rapidly becoming just straight up unaffordable right. for most people. That that that's like a uh, a problem too. I think like one of the things that I think that the U.S. has that's like a really amazing thing is the fact that like you can own single family homes when like that's not like a real thing in a lot of other places, you know what I'm saying? Like, people who, pe- I've, I've heard people criticize the U.S. And like, well, why don't you have these large housing units that they have in, like, wherever, whatever other, me- you know, metropoli- metropoli- metropolis yeah. in some other fucking country. And it's like, yeah, but, like, that's kind of like, I don't know, man, like, that that's kind of like the American dream, man, is having your own plot of land, right? Yeah, with yeah. Your, your own house and your own yard. But, I mean, like, new your constructions... There's more. There's more profit in building like a like a set of connected condos oh, or a big building. Yeah. Like, 
it and and it's probably more efficient cost wise to be able 100%. to purchase a unit. I mean that's where yes, that's where yeah. we're headed. So yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. I like having my own spot, you know. Yep, oh, definitely. I, <laughs> I hear I hear that. The Celtics are in the finals. Can't wait for yeah, that tomorrow. Yeah, who are they playing? Bro, the Rangers are in the semis. Fuck the Rangers. Sorry. So, I'm not going to lie. If, if if I wasn't recording tonight, I had the opportunity to grab a pair of tickets for free to the Sox game tonight. But my brother offered them to me. To Red Sox? My brother Sox. offered them to me. And I was like, sorry, I can't. The Red Sox or Red the Sox. Pawtucket Red Sox. whatever Sox? Yeah. Okay. Uh, pa- they're not in Pawtucket yeah, anymore. They're the Sox now. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they got a new that. stadium in Worcester. No more Pawtucket. I wonder who did the electrical Astro. on that. Uh, no, I mean, that, that's that's you, that's union the company. Union. Yeah, that, it was it was a union. Job. Oh, that's union. Yeah, a bunch oh, of my okay. buddies did that. Bunch, bunch oh, okay. did that. Good, good. Um, no, I was just fucking around. But how are they any good this year, dude? I haven't watched like a single. What's I it have, called? I have no union idea. Union of baseball. I have no idea. I don't watch anything but football, yeah. honestly. I've. I've watched right. I've watched more episodes of Kenobi than Red Sox games, <laughs> but I, I've watched. What do you think of Kenobi? Of Celtics playoffs. I haven't. I haven't. I'm. What? I have a friend who like is notorious for bad takes, and he's like, "Oh, Kenobi's bad," and I was like, "You're out of your mind." Oh, that's yeah. That's yeah. a really bad take. I have a friend who's uh, always right about everything, and he said it was horrible. So. <laughs> um. <laughs> I thought I thought it's been really good so far. Yep. Did you see? Did you watch episode no, three I today? Haven't. I haven't. I just watched one and two this past week. Okay. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, I oh it it's all, it's yeah. all so good. It, it it just I don't know, man. Like the book of Boba Fett is like like one of the highlights of my adult life. Like that's outside of having children. Like <laughs> it's it's everything that like when I was an eight year old, it's everything I could have wanted. Do you know what I'm saying? It's been so awesome to watch. Yeah, because you were you were a huge Boba Fett fan, like. B- like before any of this yes. was announced, like and open yes. and open. Oh, yeah, I have, it I have too. like two Boba Fett tattoos. Like, it, 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 like as a child, he was like my absolute. Like I don't, I don't know what it was, but like I just thought he was the fucking coolest character of all time, and and you know gets very little screen time. I've just always been like obsessed with obsessed with that character. So when I found out that there was going to be. Like first of all, that there was a Mandalorian TV show. I was like, that's, that's great because that's more of like the, like the that lifestyle of character that I want to see. And then he uh, he ended up making a cameo in that show, and then he got his own spinoff. It was like, I don't know, man. Like they can take all my money at this point. I don't care. You know. Who's the actor of that? Tamara Morrison. I believe is his name. Are you talking about the Mandalorian uh, or Boba Fett? Oh, You're yeah, right Pedro about Pedro Pascal plays the, the Mandalorian, I believe. He was in uh, Game of Thrones. I thought the Mandalorian was a show. No, no, the Mandalorian is a... Uh... No, they changed, although that's yeah, controversy. Yeah, so the, lame, Mand- dude. Boba Fett's ship used to, be, used to have a different Boba name. Fett's, Boba Fett's ship now, was Slave now it 1, does not have and I will always refer to it as that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little tired of... <laughs> Wait, what's it called um, now? What's it called now? I think it's just called Boba Fett's ship. It's so dumb. <laughs> yeah, they they took they took that I reference think, out. I think it because like I, I think it was mainly because it was on like Lego toys. Like, you know, you can make a Lego set and the name of the ship was Slave One and you know. <sighs> it's like indentured servant <laughs> one now. Apprentice. Apprentice one. 
Yeah, it's, uh, it's, 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 you know, like, there are very important battles to fight, and, like, we should just be smart about the ones that we choose to fight. That's all. You gotta pick and choose your battles, man. I think that's a good way to end this episode. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's a wrap. Wait, wait, wait. Tell tell us about when we're leaving. Can I tell you that this is the only magic podcast I listen to? That's that's a this that's isn't a well. Podcast. This is the only this is the only magic like magic podcast that I listen to. That's a hundred percent true. That's awesome. That's why that's why I invited you on. Contrary to what Tom might might think, my ulterior well, I, motives. I I truly like before, <laughs> you know before I plug anything, I truly do love both you guys. I think you guys are fucking awesome. And uh, and uh, yeah, that's that's. I just want to make sure that's that's made very clear. I really do love both you guys. We. We think, yeah, we think you're awesome too. And I know that I, I blew up in the beginning of the episode, and Ian definitely set all this up on purpose. I don't believe it, but it was good. It was really good. And I know that he didn't. I know he didn't. But as soon as I knew the event was coming up, and I saw the group chat get started, I was like, "Oh, this motherfucker is doing this to me." Too. I I wish I was like that diabolical, where I would have also sensed that. But I'm such an idiot that I had no idea that that was even like a subtext of what was going on. Yeah, honestly, Pat, you just like you tucked that back in your time vault, and you just kind of forgot about it. And, That's um... the, Tom. I, I it's it's probably a character flaw, honestly, because it for it to wound like I consider you a, a pretty good friend of mine, you know, and for it to wound you so deeply. And for me to have like pushed it into the back of my mind, um, and I'm not, dude. I'm not. I'm not trying to be funny at all. I'm being completely earnest with you. I, and I swear, my kids, it feels like like I'm a bad friend for to be able to do that. So I don't think that's a good a good thing. <laughs> no, to no, no, no. I I I 100% understand. I'm just glad this I got that awesome. time ball comment in there because it's. I've been waiting a long time for that too. This is awesome. Uh, <laughs> fucking, I'm a terrible right. person. Well, June 25th. Yeah, whatever. Is that is that yeah, right? June 25th. Yeah. And there's a pre-modern event. Yeah, probably. that's that's. I think they're getting the details ironed out for that. But um, but yeah, that. And for real, everybody who wants to play Legacy Legacy should go, like should go to that. I have always had a good time, except for the last time I went. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, and everybody's gonna be cool there. It's gonna be a good event. What happened to me won't happen to you. Um, so everybody else should go. I just can't go after what I said. <laughs> I'm really interested to see how Michelle reacts, whether she uh, transfers that bounty onto my onto my. No, you know, I think it's going to bring you two closer together because now she can just complain <laughs> about me, right? You know what I'm saying? Like it's possible. And then you can you can start a group chat uh, next week, an hour like <laughs> yeah. 15 minutes before we're supposed to record with Michelle, <laughs> and then start the call and be like, hey. Hey, hey, Tom, Michelle, welcome to the Dead Format. And then, like, have me completely oh go God. off the fucking rails. All right, that's a wrap. That was awesome.